No, no, no. Yes, that's Mark. Mark on the ones and twos because it's special for the threes and fours with the guy who's sitting in his car at the door. <laughs> Jesus. It, what the? Give it up, Mark. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I was trying to think of something creative, but first, we know that this is the zero hour. And you had your co host. Who is he? He's Mark. And I got my host. Who is she? Christine Chapman. And we got DJ Wigga, 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 Wigga Snacks. What's up, kid? Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Hell yeah. You want this party started quickly, right? I'm so fucking white. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> no, yeah. okay. It definitely sounds like Mark is uh, ready for the weekend. He yes. is definitely ready yeah. for the weekend. Dude, when it was yeah. Tuesday, I was like, is it, is it Friday yet? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have an entertainer, right? We have a musician. Yeah. And a businessman, and an entrepreneur. Would you let me finish, girl? Sorry. Jeez. I interrupt. <laughs> Stepping on my whatever. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm trying to be young and hip, and it's not working because Jeremy DJ Snacks S N A X is yeah. young and hip as the day is long. He is. He so it, is. It depends. Depends who you ask. You know. It, it, well, because you're kind of getting old, right, Jeremy? You're getting up there. And, and, yeah, and uh, in in the industry is what we call it. It's like things move in dog years, you know. And so I just turned 29. Oh, on the record, hate to say it. But if you think about it, I mean, because, you know, anyone that's in the industry or, or that does it, you know, we're, we're, every year we get older. And, but the range in, in, in ages in which, you know, that are going up, like nightclubs, for instance, remains the same, right? Ideally, 21 to like 25. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that going out time in everyone's life. And, um, you know, and there's kind of a point in your life where you kind of like retire from that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that is a whole life in itself. And so... Um, it's funny, like, yeah, recently, you know, I was just mingling with a, a, a patron uh, at one of my gigs, and she was like, how old are you? And I was like, uh, like 28, about to 29, and she was 22, I think. Oh, my she was God. Like, oh, she was like, oh, you're almost 30. Oh! <laughs> and, and, uh, and that was the first, but, you know, because I am young, right? I'm in my 20s, I'm in my yeah. contract years. But that was the first time someone, like, looked at me in disgust at my age, and and I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, I said, you know, because... I like to think about things of like if we were in high school at the same time. Yeah. You know, we you know I think everything is kind of is kind of gravy. You know, I think it's all good. But to the you know to these people like in you theory we're not all in adults, high school we're together. All, <laughs> right. Well, you know, in uh, theory you we're all adults. We're all in our twenties. It's all good. But if you start thinking of it that way, you know, so if I'm twenty eight, twenty nine, yeah. if she's twenty two, you know, it, it, it looks a lot different, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I am getting old. You know, Jeremy, you, you you said something that brought such a smile to my face, uh, and I, I want to tell want to tell a quick story. So, all my wilding years were done in New York City, right? And, <laughs> wilding years, wilding. Yes, every dirt, <laughs> every dirty Irish bar, every not club. Yeah. I was never a club kid, but I was like mm -hmm. I was like an Irish bar guy, and yeah. me and my buddies to air quotes save money. It never ended up working out like that. We would buy beer and booze and hang out in the apartment 
until 11 o'clock and then go out yes. at 11. Dude, right. now I'm in bed by friggin' 9. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And my, mm-hmm. my, my, my happy hour starts, dude, I'm like, what do the old folks do when they have dinner at like 4.30? Dude, my happy hour starts at like 4.30 and I'm in... <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm winding down by 7. I'm putting a show yeah. on TV. I have a little classical music in the background. And I'm literally oh, yeah. blue blanket asleep on the couch by 9. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 really, it's really a different, just lifestyle in general, right? And, and um, it's, it's the same 24 hours, but, you know, you kind of shift the dial around a little bit in dude, terms of when things get started and when things end and whatnot. So, yeah, dude, yeah. When, when do things get started in your, in your in life? Bo- it, and you're based out of Boston, right, Jeremy? Yeah, ba- yeah. so based out of Boston, so actually as far as what things could be, it's pretty tame. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, I've been touring the last, like, two or three years, and that's kind of, like, the funnest part of going to other cities and other markets is, is seeing how different yep. things can be or how different things work. So, like... In Boston, every every it's, it's not just nightclubs close by two. It's every like the the world is is done at two. Two o'clock you know is done very, at two a.m. It's very difficult to even get pizza at two. You know what I mean? And okay. I'm pretty sure the tea shuts down by one. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like the like the city shuts down, whereas you know in other places, you know the clubs might close at two, but you have the pizza spot that goes till four, and they still serve beer and. You know what I mean? And the McDonald's, that like there's 50 McDonald's that are 24 hours any which way and X, Y, Z. So like the night can keep going, yep. you know, and there's places that you can kind of sit at and continue whatever you're doing. But in Boston, it all shuts at night, at two, sorry. And so, um, you know, while my night might start later than most people, there is still kind of like a, you know, there is that curfew and that yep. uh, curfew. I was in Miami like three weeks ago. I would never live there. I could never live in Miami. Really? There's no curfew. Because, right? Well, because it's just, it's, it's like Disneyland. It's, it's like, there's no, there's no rules. Like, uh, I would have a full, a full gig, like a 10 to 3. You know, that's a, yeah. that's a long gig. That is a you long know? gig. It, and, 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 but that's because, but even just that, the way that people in my, just the energy of Miami and Florida, like, it's it's nice all year round. It's summer all year round. There's yeah. patios everywhere. Like yeah. just the energy is different. So like it, in Boston, a night might be ten to two, but the but the crowd doesn't really come to like midnight. Yeah. Whereas in, in Miami, it's like okay, well we just got off of a late dinner. We're stopping by here for like maybe the ten to eleven. Yeah. You have your you know your your, your pregame crowd. You know this is their first place. It's not their destination. And then by like eleven thirty to one thirty. You have like okay, this is kind of like what their de- destination was, yeah. And they're kind of here; they're 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 at their peak, you know, party of the night. And then from one thirty to three, it's like the after hours. It's yep. like okay, yep. this is this is their third spot of the night. And and so as a DJ, like we're, I was constantly working throughout that night, and because um, there was just a new crowd coming in. So the night ends at three, mind you, we're already an hour over what I'm used to. Yeah. So my yeah. so my body is naturally trying to like okay like yeah. we're usually home by now like we start shutting down, and then my boy is like, well, the spot down the down the street closes at five, and wow. I'm like, okay, cool. Like you know, I, every time I'm, I'm in Boston, I always wish I had something else to do after my game. Let's go, yeah, for sure. They're like okay, cool, and then we go to five, and I'm like, okay, yeah, definitely tired now. And they're like, well, the strip club go, is open till this till seven. Oh and I'm like, dude, my and I'm like, God. yo. And I'm like, guys, no way. Wow. No chance. 
well, it's Miami. Like, you, you got to go. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess. Like, have you been to this one? No, I haven't. Well, we got to go. So now it's, seven, it's, it's 6.30 in the morning, and I'm sitting in a strip club. Not, believe it or not, not where I want to be at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, no, and I don't blame you. So and they, stopped, they stopped serving the wings at 4. I don't know what I'm doing here. The, um, the last time I did an after hours was when I was feeding a baby <laughs> or changing yeah, exactly. a diaper, dude. That was the last. And my oldest is 17. So yeah, well, that's well, the last well, time. Some, well, in some senses, right? Like I have a lot of friends that are, you know, just got married or are starting families and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, we're, we're on the same schedule. Mine's just a little bit more fun. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. so so Jeremy, I feel like we need to give a shout out to Brimmer and May that brought us together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you were class of? 2013. 2013. So you were yeah. actually my first class because I started yeah, in I 2012. Was, yeah, I think I was trying to piece together the timeline. Because uh, how long did you stay there for I was there from 20, 2012 to 2015. I was only there for three years. Okay, nice. And you succeeded Pendergast, correct? No, I didn't. I worked alongside Mrs. Pendergast. Oh, 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 and Mrs. You, Pendergast you, you, actually is part of my team now. No way! Yes, and oh. guess who else is part of my team? Mrs. Corin. Oh, wow. We're here to talk about really? DJ Snacks, not your team. No, no, I just need okay. to, I just need to, like, okay. I just need to. So. You, 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 you. <laughs> You, 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 you. So Jeremy and I met. DJ Snacks, please. Sorry. DJ Snacks. With an X. Yes, with an X. DJ Snacks and I met when DJ Snacks was becoming a senior in high school. And he and his twin, because you are a twin, Jeremy, correct? Yep. Yep. Why didn't you mention that in the pre-jam, DJ Snacks, that you're a twin? I don't know. Because before... All the women get excited. It's it's a, it's a, I have a sister. It's not two of me. Yes. Um, so that's the, the downer. Everyone's like, oh, okay. So you don't have like an identical twin brother. Um, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah. I mean, Maddie's definitely took the more normal route in life. She's very wholesome at home with her dog, with an amazing job, went to grad school. So shout out Maddie. Um, but uh, shout out to yeah. Maddie. What up? But uh, yeah, we yeah. So we met. Well, back when I, yeah, when I was in high school. Yeah, and I and I, I, a, and I helped down the college counseling office. Yeah, and that's how yeah. that's how we yeah connected because Brimmer and May yeah. has been an amazing an amazing space and place. Yeah, yeah and, and it's crazy because uh, I, I it's it's also uh, so for for Mark I guess just for context like uh, uh, not that you know much about the private school that I went to. Because um, you guys are boring a, the friggin' audience. I'm just telling it's, you. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm falling the fucking sleep right now talking about Brimmer and May. Well, well, so the big thing about it, though, and as far as, like, experience goes, like, it it, it being such a tiny school, like, I feel like in most high schools, people require, like, uh, a lot of students were, like, you're either, like, a jock or, like, in theater or, like, in, in, like, student body government or whatever. Like, I feel like people have, like, very distinct lanes where in a school like Brimmer, like, it, it kind of forced us to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, to do a little bit of everything, which I, which really is what started the whole, like, it's kind of, I think it's a big reason of why I'm able to, like, do what I do, because I think even back then, like, I was born to entertain. Yes, you were, of, you were in the musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I was, I was, back then it was just like, it was like, it was like plays and shit. Yes. But that's just because, like, I needed, like, I, I didn't know, I was born to entertain, I just didn't know what the medium was going to be. 
so, you know what I mean? So yeah. when did you when did you find out what that medium was going to be? Oh, what was your God. zero Wait hour? Wait a second. Wait a second, DJ Snacks with an X. Now that you two have completely bored the audience, I must <laughs> I must bring us up back to snuff. All right. Yes. Actually, I don't. Uh, but I think it's important that we talk about education because this is a business for Jeremy. He's not just spinning records. He's a creative and he's got a business mind yeah. as well. So, Jeremy, yeah. you went to school in Worcester. Which one again? I went to Holy Cross. That's I started right. my college career at Holy Cross. And where did you um, end it? And then I finished it at Suffolk. Okay. Uh, University in Boston. Um, you were know, you, one of the were you a member of the Sawyer Business School? I was a member of the Sawyer Business yes. School. Yes. Oh. Uh, and so one of the big things was like Holy Cross being a liberal arts college. Yeah. There was no business school. You know what I mean? Right. And so while I was, that's definitely where my uh, DJ career kind of like blossomed, like where I kind of had an identity as the DJ that people knew. Yep. It, it, was, it, it just wasn't fitting really like academically and like kind of what, I, as I was trying to piece together that journey, I was like, I need to learn more about like business and and not, not necessarily that the that the you know institutional way of learning is the right way, but yeah. I was like, but I just need some kind of guidance. You know what I mean? And so uh, transferring and actually going to business school and ultimately being in downtown Boston versus Worcester, no shade to Worcester, but were these very key, key changes. Yeah. That allowed me to really understand the path and like how to approach DJing as more than just this cool thing to do in your twenties. You know okay. what I mean? So how did that how did that happen when you got to Boston? You had already been DJing in Worcester, and were you DJing in clubs or were you DJing privately? Uh, so I was mostly doing like uh, you know in dorm parties. Like okay. I, I, I had a, as a freshman, I was lucky enough to be like friends with because he was from my town uh, yeah. this kid who uh was a senior and he was like super cool with like the football players in the d1 football school and like yeah they were the ones throwing the parties you know yep, what i mean yep. and so he was like hey like we pretty much usually just use our like spotify at parties but like if we had a dj that'd be pretty sick and so i was doing like parties for them and then um doing some school sanctioned stuff yeah like my first like paid gigs yeah um, and then, uh, yeah, and then just started, like, making my way into, like, hey, like, I have this following now where all these friends that want to, like, see me at a place where the RAs won't come knocking on the door at some point. Like, um, so it kind of starts really small in that way, but doing shitty gigs, like, doing unpaid gigs, like, the bar manager or the promoter, like, disappearing on me, blocking my numbers so they don't pay me, like, it, it, it's, it's a really, like, tough grind where if you don't really love it and are really just, like, invested into it, as an art form or as like a creative way of letting yourself go. Like yep. the, just the whole business side, especially when you're a nobody can be really like emotionally draining. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and just trying to like, be like, okay, like why, why, you know, reminding yourself of why you're doing this or why you want to keep doing it. Um, Cause then there's just that inevitable change of like, okay, well this person's whether it's like they're a veteran now or they get some kind of legitimacy or anything like that. where like, you can't, people can't do that to you anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it's been 10 years now, and, you know, now <laughs> I don't really have to ever deal with that ever again in my life, you know, so uh, it's it's, a, it's always a big journey, but people think, especially with something like DJing, like, they want the, 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 the year 9 and 10 part of it, Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and not the, the, the 1 through 4 years. 
I, you know? I remember uh, as a as a as a as a lad, as a kid coming up in uh, in New York City in my twenties, going to the bars, and my buddy Ken was a DJ, right? Mm -hmm. But not the DJ that you are, like Jeremy, like. <laughs> creating songs, you know, riffing off of other songs. He was, he was a good DJ and, and could read the crowd, and we'll talk about, you know, the vibe and the emotion part shortly. Yeah. But yeah. I remember being in, like, I think, I don't forget what bar it was, Upper East Side, and he's in a booth. The booth is above the bar. He got, like, a bird's-eye view yeah. of, 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 like, what's happening. Yeah. And all the girls who were into DJs, and I'm just like, I'm like, my, I'm like, my boy isn't too handsome, right? And girls are just like, oh, I'm flirting. Oh, can you play this? Da, 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 da. It, it's like, it's got a bit of a stigma, right? And like, uh, dude, honestly, I, I think when, when you say DJing, I think it, I think, I think you're doing yourself like a discredit. I think you should, like, you're like yeah. an entertainer. You're making music. You're feeling the flow of the crowd. You're changing yeah. tempo. And, dude, you even said it yourself. You're like, you guys want to see a fight right now? Like, I can change the music yeah. and get these guys riled yeah, up. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's interesting you say that because actually recently, I mean, I don't know how recently, a few years ago, I, I just dropped the DJ part of my name, actually. Good. So now it's just snacks, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and, and not doing, like you said, it kind of means all the different kinds of things. And then also, putting you know, mentioning the DJ part as a stigma. It comes with all these stigmas, right? Good and bad. Yeah. Um, where, again, like, even Is going it? to, like, my high school reunion and stuff, like, I, I just introduced myself as an entertainer that I, you know, I, I, own, I own a business. I own an entertainment, entertainment business. Entertainment business. It's not a lie. Yes. It's, not, it's not a lie, right? Like, it's, a, it's completely true. But, you know, I just try to keep things vague sometimes because I think people just have these, these stigmas of what DJing is or... But is, you know, that, yeah, is like, that generational, you know? though, Jeremy? Or do you find that that's true? Because, like, when I think of DJs, like, I think of David Guetta. Who's that? Titanium. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. He's, like, the number one DJ, isn't he? Dude, he's I he's think huge. of DJs. Yeah, he's been huge. I think of Jam Master J. That's who I right. think of. I, 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 think, I think it completely depends on... Who you are. You know, the context, right? And who you are and, and what you've grown you again. Mark, you have this, you know, kid who grew up in New York and stuff like that. That definition of DJ can be very different from someone yes, from Europe. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Someone from LA, you know, and yep. and uh, and there's also, you know, there's the spectrum of what of the of what DJing and the success of DJing is. Like, there's DJs who are, you know, living in their mom's basements and like, you know, have the one pub gig a week, and then there's the DJs who are like David Guetta who travel the world and make millions and millions of dollars. Like, yeah. That's yeah. why it's, 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 it's a profession that there's so much in the middle. And then there's the wedding DJs, there's the radio DJs, there's the tour DJs, yeah. there's the club DJs. Like, it's all these different things that you could be. And, um, but that's why, in a sense, like, depending on the, on the path you take, it can be kind of lucrative. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Some, absolutely. Like, especially when you think of, like, corporate and weddings, right? Like, like it, it's, uh, there's this stat uh, that, uh, that I read once that was, like, um, ninety-nine percent of of couples, you know, when after the wedding's over, say that the one thing they wish they spent more money on was the DJ. Yes, really. Was the, was the entertainment yes. part of it? Yes. Because like, because people like, listen, I done I've done enough weddings. Like, there's the rubber chicken for dinner, and like the salad that people kind of eat. Yeah. And like the open bar and whatever, but like everyone's gonna remember if the music they had a blast or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if like if the vibe was great or not. You yeah. know, that's what people really talk about. You know what I mean? 
So like, and, and I think people are should get so cut up, right, you know, before the wedding about the decorations and obviously the food and all that shit. But like, if the party's whack, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Not, and that's bias for me, but, you know, that's what a lot of people realize after the fact. And, and, and that's when, you know, getting that DJ that fits, you know, that event, whether, again, it's a wedding or even nightclub week to week or, or, or on a corporate level. Yeah. These things matter, you know. Are, are there events you prefer doing, like corporate and or club and or, you know, wedding? Like, is, is there something that yeah. is more fun for you, you get more money from, or just more fun, really? Yeah, so the more fun one, like, like I'm, I'm more of, I'm in my nightclub era right now. Yeah. You know, again, being in my 20s and stuff, like, yep. that's, that's something that's most fun. Tonight, I, I have a show with uh, Trey Songs, who's like this big R&B guy. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's going to be, and it's already, my phone's blowing up all day. Everyone's excited. It's fun. Yeah. Um, and where and, is that? Uh, where is that, Jeremy? That's a, it's at Big Night Live. Um, yeah. It's like, it's a venue connected to the garden where the Celtics play. Okay. Um, it's okay. Like, it's like a 2,000 person venue, I think. Wow. Um, and so, like, that's, you know, that's very exciting to me. But, but uh, weddings pay a lot better. Right. Mm. Because, again, it's, it's, I mean, we all know weddings can be tens crazy of thousands, expensive. Hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, you know, that, that becomes reflective of even the entertainment, right? So if I wanted to make the most money possible out of this, I'd probably just do weddings all year long. Hmm. Yeah. But one, I live in Boston, which is a little bit more seasonal of, a, of an area for weddings. And, yep. and two, like, that's just not, like, I don't have to yet. Yep. Um, you know what I mean? I do, I do some, like, I do a few uh, in the summer, just, you know, friends and stuff, and to get a good payday, whatever. But for the most part, I, I have, like, 20 to 25 gigs a month. Do uh, you wow. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I do like over, I do like like two fifty a year, like maybe more. Um, wow. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I have. Yeah. I have. Uh, usually, it's like Thursday to Sunday of every week, and then in the summer, especially, I have like double headers. Like I have like the day rooftop thing wow. on a Saturday, and then the nighttime club thing, and. Um, I'll have like a music festival that ends at 10 and then I'll be able to make the club at 1130. Wow. Um, yeah, you're busy. You know, so like, so like, yeah, I mean, it's my full-time job. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people look at my calendar and they're okay. You have like 23 gigs in the month. Like you're working a lot. And I was like, yeah, but you work 40 hours a week. Yeah. You know, I, I was like, my, my sets are like two hours, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, you know I'm like, you, you just worked eight hours. And you're talking about me being busy with work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, so it all depends on how you look at things. So what does your, what does your personal life look like? Like, what do you, like, you're, you're working, you're working nights, you're working weekends. And I know we sort of touched on this when we had our pre, um, our pre-meeting, yeah. but like, how do you, how do you, how do you balance, how do you balance friends, self-care, maybe romantic yeah. relationships, pets, family? Like, how do you, yeah. how do you do it all? Like, I'm sure your mom and dad want to see you and Maddie wants to see you, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, the hardest part is, is the fact that it's just an opposite schedule. Yes. Um, yeah. So like all my free time. You're sleeping is during the day. It's like weekdays during the day, you know. Yeah, I'll still wake. You know, I still wake up eight nine a.m. and that's when I'm like doing my laundry, going to the grocery store, like going to yeah. the gym. Like, yep. it's all happening during the day while everyone's kind of working. You know, if they're a nine to five type person, and then the evening is like usually when I'm like out working or like doing something that relates to work, like you know prepping or doing whatever the case is, um, you know. And that becomes difficult for people because they're like, "Oh, you're always too busy." 
Um, but it's just like, it's not that it's too busy. It's just, it's, it's not it, your schedule. It's, it's just, just a different I mean? schedule. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 So, um, and so the balance can be really tough. Um, I think my parents like get it enough. Like they did, they, it's been 10 years. Like they get it. Yeah. Um, and, and then it's all about, you know, making adjustments and stuff. So like, you know, uh, it's like, okay, like I, I usually just see them during the day and, you know, night stuff. I usually can't make and they get why. When do you get to go on dates, like, hey, dude? Do you, yeah, do you date? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So that's uh, that's a, that's like a, a thing that's tough too. Like, you, you know, it, it, I think being an, an adult right now, it's all about adjustments and yeah. can, can you can you fit into this lifestyle? Like, these are things that now that I'm not 18 anymore, that like these are the kind of qualifying questions I'm asking because it matters. It matters now, right? Like, this is from the beginning. I've been like, this is what my schedule looks like. This is what week to week looks like. Does that fit for you? And does that work for you? No, mm-hmm. it doesn't. I'll say perfect. And we we'll just move on. You know what I mean? And so. Um, it's, it's, cause it's easy for someone to be like, Hey, like I would really love a Saturday night with you. We can go out to dinner or whatever the case is. Can you take a night off? And I said, well, no, no because no, my job. I, 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 I work freelance at the end of the day, yeah. you know? And, um, I was like, can you take a Tuesday off? <laughs> well, no, because yeah. no, no, I, no, I work a real job. Oh, oh, you work a real job. Oh, okay. Then you're probably not the kind of person I really want to be with. No, they know? say real job. Yeah. I've had someone say that like. That, that was a real scenario I've had. That's where crazy. Had this pers- where this person was like, because then again, it, it starts showing the true colors of like, oh, you don't think what I do is like serious, you know? And so that's why I was like, okay, you just, this is beyond the whole, like, can we find a time to see each other? This is actually like, you actually don't take it seriously, yeah. you know? And so, uh, you know, you start weeding things out that way. And, um, and I understand that like, as far as like romantic relationships, like it's a tough sell. Um, and I'm fully aware of that, but at the same time, like, because I'm an entrepreneur and this train goes as fast as I allow it to, yeah. like I'm more, I am more than happy to like put in all my effort into that mm-hmm. because like, cause it's, it's not when, when we talk about like maybe like a nine to five job where like we're looking for upward mobility, which I think is what everyone should be asking for in their interview of, of a new job, right? The upward mobility is completely dependent on me and myself. Yes. Right. So if, 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 if that's something that I want to take seriously, and if it requires maybe 180% of my time instead of just 100, yeah. then like, then that's what I'm going to prioritize. And because it's not me to do, you know? So um, that's just, as far as like the romantic stuff, it's just not really high on my priority list right now because, you know, it just, it just isn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, and, you're, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're in a career, you're in a career mindset. And I think there's, I think there's well, lots still of people. young too. He's, he's a kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too worried about it. And, you know, I think I have, uh, you know, luxury being um, male identifying and, you know, I don't have so much of a shot clock and when I can have a family necessarily or anything like that. Like, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, and you can find somebody, um, like, younger. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just, again, one of those things where, because, you know, there's also an expiration date of, like, what's cool as a DJ in a nightclub. Right, right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I might as well do it while I can and then when that, when I retire from nightclubs or whatever, like, and maybe I pivot to, again, maybe just the wedding stuff or only corporate stuff or whatever I end up doing that Dude, might suit I think, uh, our I relationship th- or our family better. Yeah, I think, absolutely. Listen, I, th- I think, I think in what you do, you can be in a nightclub scene forever, not forever, but for a while, as long as you keep current with what yeah. is, you know, with, with what people are listening to. Like, like me, yeah. I was never like a nightclub guy. I mean, I, I went yeah. and, 
I'm actually a pretty good dancer, to be honest with you. Really? Yes. Oh, yes, well, that's yes, good to yes, know. Yes, um, But I was, it, it wasn't my thing. It wasn't like my, my scene. Um, yeah. So, but dude, if you're spinning, you know what's hype, right? And you just keep, you know, <laughs> keep doing that, right? So. Well, 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 you would think, like in theory you would, and, and, and I think it's, if you can simplify DJing as a you know as a description, you can you could easily say that. But you know, there that's kind of the hard part about it, right? Like like that's why there's people that fizzle out, fizzle out, and that's why not everyone does it because there is a, a thing like there is a way to be better. There is a way to like I mean I think that you're never the best version of a DJ that you can be. You can always be better. It's like being a basketball player, you know what I mean? Like yeah, Kobe Bryant was a, a hundred rated basketball player but that doesn't mean he stopped practicing you know what i mean yeah um and so especially when music is constantly coming out is one and then two the world is changing like like tiktok blowing up a few years ago changed music and changed djing a lot how and there's a and there's guys that kind of like honestly lost gigs and lost like their, their whole flow because they couldn't keep up they couldn't adapt Okay. Okay. No. 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 I need. I need you to. I. I don't understand. How. How does TikTok change things? Like I. Yeah. Okay. So so educate me. So. So. So let's let's think. Let's rewind the clock to like let's say like ninety eight or something, right? Okay. Ninety eight, where where you know you were you were kind of go out, and the way that you would consume music or learn about music was to go out and hear what a DJ was deeming was worth playing at that time. What the DJ was playing was hot, right? Because you had no real other way of consuming music. Maybe it was like on the radio if you nice catch it. You had if you owned a radio. You know what I mean? Like like there's it, it's way the way you consume music and how you can discover music was very limited. And that's why the DJing at that time had a different role in society. And then let's say you were you were you fast forward a little bit. Now Napster comes out, LimeWire comes out, mm-hmm. uh, iTunes comes out. Now there's new ways to now you can download your own music. You don't even have to go to the store. You don't even have to like burn CDs anymore. You can just download these things, and now people are consuming more and more music. Right now, people's right, right. taste palettes are, are 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 broadening. You know, now now these dudes who used to only be rockheads because they used to only go to rock shows and only go to rock events and only go to get rock records, now they're being able. To, now they're digesting R&B music because it's just it's just a, it's on the computer. They can just download for one dollar. They can just listen to it. Yeah. So now people tastes yeah. are, are are developing. Right now we're in the two thousands. Right. And, and, and radio is becoming way bigger, and now DJs are, you know, on radio, and there's mixes and whatever, and there's, there's mashup culture, there's big mashup culture, you know, in the 2000s, MTV, right? Yeah. And then, and then streaming comes, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you don't even yeah. have to buy this shit anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You just have to get a subscription, and now the whole world of music is at your fingertips whenever you want it to be, right? And now people's palettes are becoming even more intense. Now people are, are discovering new music. Now people yeah. are discovering in, indie artists, underground artists. And now these DJs have to keep up with all of this. DJs have to, have to keep up with what's hot. Now, now, these, now these top 10 lists, top 40 lists are becoming way more diverse. There was a point where a top, top 40 meant, top 40 in quotations meant pop music. There's mm. another yep. word of saying yep. pop music. There was a distinct shift where if you looked at a top 40 list, it was all trap music. It was all hip hop. Because wow. that at that time... People were just now being able to consume hip hop much easier. Hip hop was just the coolest genre in the world. Yeah. So it was. So you had these white kids from from Newton listening to trap music when trap music is supposed to reflect this completely different world. But it's just because the music is good and it's easy to consume it. 
So now these, these, you know, you might walk into a bar in XYZ City and it's filled with white kids. Okay, yeah, I know how to play this crowd. Play Top 40. Okay, but Top 40 is Cardi B and Amigos and Drake. Yeah. So, you know, but do you know that? Are, are you as a DJ, are you on top of that? So then you come in, you, you bring TikTok into the mix, and now TikTok is, discover, is, is making songs that aren't even supposed to be popular or aren't even supposed to be made for parties and clubs popular. Mm. Like going viral. There's these songs that are going that are going so viral they're on, on every video, but they're not even it's not even considered party music. But now because everyone knows it and they just made fifteen videos to it the other day, they wanna hear it so they can do the dance. They can do the, the thing that they did in the video and they wanna do that when they go out with their friends and while they're drinking and stuff. Right, right. So are you on top of what's trending this week? Are you on top of what of the version of the song that came out 20 years ago, but now there's this remix to it <laughs> that is viral. Are you on top of you have it, dude? You know, so, t- dude. My... So if you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, keep going, keep yeah, going. Yeah. So if you so if you don't, if you're like, oh no, I just know what you know what's popping, and, and I, I listen to the radio, or whatever. It's not the same anymore, right? You know. So if you don't have it, people are gonna be like, yo, we went to this spot the other time. This is playing like it's fucking 2013, but this other DJ over here is is has all the hot stuff. We're going to him. You know what I mean, and then yep. and, and 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 venue owners and promoters keep note of that. Well, when this guy is on, it's sold out, and everyone can't get enough of this guy. And the bar made ten thousand dollars more. That's right. With this other dude that we've been using, yeah, yeah. When, when this other dude we've been using for the last ten years is on, no one comes and no one drinks. So we're gonna keep going with this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so these, yeah. all these things matter and can be the 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 difference between if you're getting booked five times a month or 20 times a month. You know what I mean? And if you're getting this kind of work or that kind of work, if you can ask for that much more money or you have to stay with uh, the minimum that the promoter thinks you're worth. You know, these are all things that can move the needle and can kind of like be the difference of, uh, hey, I've been DJ- I kind of just like picked up DJing in college and now I'm kind of like going to have this like no job. Or like, hey, I've made a, a career of decades of years doing the DJ thing, you know? So, Jeremy, that's fascinating. Like, I feel like you could like literally give a class right uh, on yeah, the, mu- musical culture musical yeah. the music and on the, the evolution yes, of correct. of music in the day of yeah. you know sort of changes in media right over the last yeah. 20 30 years that being said if you've got 25 plus gigs a month right mm-hmm. and like are you actively going out to book them or are the bookings just coming in are they finding you or are you actively like hustling and selling yourself out there? And do you have like a marketing firm working for you? Like, talk to me. Yeah. So it's 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 yes and no for all of it. Um, so I'm I'm booked like three to four months in advance. Wow. So, like, as of like, I'm not worried about January right now. Um, you see. know what I mean? Like January is already done. Yep. But like. But that's why I was able to, two years ago, be like, okay, I can do this full time because I can project quarter to quarter. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm, I mean, at the end of the day, what I do is freelance. Yeah. But I've, done, I've built it up to a, a, a point where it's like manageable freelance, I guess. Okay. Um, so that's the answer part of the question. And then am I like hustling for gigs? Yes and no, because, so part of it is I have multiple residencies. So you do. I have places that I know, like I'm, I have a place that, I play every third Thursday of the month. Okay. I have two Saturdays a month. I have three Fridays a month. So like, Standing those are gigs. already 
yeah. filling. Yeah, those are already like permanent yeah. things that I that I just know month to month are going to be there. Yep. And then most of the things in between, I'm just getting offered. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of rare that I'm like, oh shit, I don't have enough work this month. I need to start like asking people for gigs. Now, does that mean I'm not hustling? No, because I still have to put out tons of content and like mm-hmm. make sure that I'm still like that guy and relevant enough to be able to maintain these dates and these bookings. So like, I'm still like, like on Wednesday I had a gig and someone mentioned that they're like, I noticed that you posted something at five in the morning. Why are you up at five in the morning? And they're like, well, all the videos I got from my gig Wednesday night, I ended at two. I had to edit and, and put those all together. Yeah. And then I, to be able to, to be able to turn them around the next morning, you know what I mean? Like I did that all myself. So like, I didn't like I didn't really sleep, but that's part of my work. You know what I mean? Like it, my work doesn't end at two when the clubs close. Yeah. If that's the way my work ended, then I probably wouldn't have much work. Yeah. You see what I'm that's saying? It. So like I have to keep that engine running to, to, and that's just how I approach it. You know what I mean? There are dudes that like don't think social media is important, and I they, they I hope they I wish them good luck. But like that's what's worked for me, and being able to be like, hey, you have all these questions of my legitimacy as a DJ, I'm just going to show you. Sure. Right? Yeah. So, like, when you're like, okay, shit, well, this gig you did is pretty fucking awesome, and yeah. uh, it seems like he's killing it. I trust that he's absolutely pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's that's why, like, I am hustling to maintain these gigs, but am I, like, begging for gigs? Not really. It's a, listen, like, business and entrepreneurship is a hustle culture, right? Right. Like, you, you have to remain... Relevant. And there's something you said earlier, like five minutes ago, that, that stuck with me. That I just want to, just want to like comment on a little bit is, you know, you talked about the uh, increasing movement of different types of music as a result of social media, right? And like outside influences. Yeah. So, like, sure. like when I was a kid going to the bars in New York, you only heard the radio and what the DJ was playing, right? And there, right. there wasn't that much diversity i mean there were places that were known for like pop and hip-hop and rap and like right. what, what jazz right. and like whatever else but yeah. like you heard your favorite songs from the radio at the club yeah like yeah. like now dude i dude in in my head i'm thinking and i'm gonna this is this is gonna sound silly coming <laughs> out of my mouth but like dude yeah. a i want to learn how to crip walk right so if anyone oh, can teach yeah. me how to crip walk please do and like I, you know, like I hear "Keep it gangster, y'all. Keep it gangster." Like I like those fifteen-second clips, like that. Mm-hmm. And and I still hear the piano on 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 what, what's the Dre song? Still Dre, right? Still Dre. Yeah. Like I still hear that shit. And like, yeah, I'm old as hell, but I want to learn how to crip walk, right? And I, dude, I have a TikTok account. Well, probably because I'm in social media and I, and I kind of <laughs> have to and I want to. But like, yeah, those things keep me young-ish in vogue in the know makes me actually have mm-hmm. conversations with my kid yep so right. like when yep. dude when, when i'm in the car you know I, all right so listen i was a kanye hater uh before even listening to his music because of his friggin mouth right and then i, I love kanye and then i heard the song right, Christ- christine help me with the song ghost town ghost town dude when my daughter played ghost town i was like I smile ear to ear. I was like, wait a yeah. second. Was that Kanye? She's like, yeah, dad, that's Kanye. I'm like, 
holy shit. I'm like, I like Kanye. And I love that song. How old, <laughs> how old is that song? I'm probably dating myself, but how old is that song? No, uh, no, Ghost Town is actually on his newer, like, is on the latter half of his. Honestly, Mark, so I'm a huge Kanye fan. I would love to take time to just listen to his three first albums. If you've never heard them before, I would love to watch. I wish I could listen to those albums for the first time again. Okay, okay. So, you, so Jeremy, can we make a date? Oh, can we God. do that? Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? What are we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna spend time with Jeremy. Yes. And we are gonna listen. Is he gonna teach me to, a crip walk? No, he, maybe. But he, he's wait. gonna wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. He is going to walk yes. us through the first three Kanye albums. Yeah. <gasps> really? Wouldn't that be awesome? I would love to just like. I hear he's dropping an album tonight. My my son told me. He was supposed to drop it last night, but so the release date being Friday, right? Like yep. today. But a bunch of, you know, it's got, like, it's just, I mean, it's Kanye one, but two, it's just like, you know, I think there's just a lot of stuff going on. And, and it so far has not dropped. It might randomly do a, a late thing, but uh, I was anticipating it for sure as well. The, 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 okay. pro- the problem I have right now with listening to my kids' music in their car is the vulgarity. And I have daughters, right? And... It's J. Cole and it's Gucci Mane and it's yeah. it's these others. And dude, and they're, it's they're, Kanye. they're saying shit and I'm literally looking at my kids and they're singing it, you know, like mouthing it. I'm just like, did I just hear what I yep. what the what? <laughs> yep. I'm like, yo, I'm like, that is really vulgar. And then I'll put on some of my old school shit and they're like, Dad, that sucks. I'm like, why? Because they're not cursing and talking about who they're hitting up and whatever they're doing with their bodies. <laughs> they're like, no, Dad, it just fucking sucks. And I'm just like, yeah, you- I think I think it's like it's easy to like simplify it to just like the formula in which the music is being made, but it's more so reflective of just like broader culture, like like even just like the media that we consume, things being so easily yes, uh, you know, digestible and it's just in our face. Like I, I go on my Twitter account sometimes. And I mean, it's not called, even called Twitter anymore, but I'll be on my Twitter account sometimes. And there's just like random shit that like I just would not even ever want to see on it because that's just the way the internet is right now. And yeah. So like when, when, when our brains, especially this younger generation, our brains are honestly becoming kind of, uh, you know, numb to it of just uh, so much media being um, you know, thrown at you and mm-hmm. you're seeing, well, yeah, you, you know, you're seeing nudity all the time. I remember when I was a kid, the word nudity was wild. You yes. know what I mean? I, I could let alone, you know, if I saw anything new. Now, like, I go on the internet, there's new shit all the time. You know, I can't imagine how different it is for, you know, someone younger to kind of just, like, be in there. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, they're kind of desensitized so to it, right? 100%. Yeah, they're desensitized to it. So, so I think that, you know, is reflective. Again, it's not just a music thing. It's not necessarily just, like, these artists. It's also just, like, the time that we're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, like... uh I remember, I mean, this is going to sound funny, but, like, I remember in, like, high school, if a girl showed you, like, sent you, like, a picture of her and, like, her bra or something, that was, like, insane. Like, that was, like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Now you go on Instagram, that's a normal post. Yes. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's just the culture that we're in right now. It's just, it's just, it's just different. And so, it'd be, I think it's way more, it's way deeper than just, again, the art form that, that is music and, and lyricism. Snacks, where, where do you see, um, you're a uh, provocateur of music, right, a historian, mm-hmm. and I have a great understanding. Where do you see it going? 
Is it getting more vulgar? Is it getting more beat driven? Is it getting more techno? Is it getting dude? My my newest genre is is jazz rap. Like have yeah. it, have yeah. it on in the background. Like dude, Tribe Called Quest did that jazz rap shit before it was dude, even like a category. Dude, you would you would love Kanye. Yes. <laughs> really? Damn it. <laughs> really? Yo yo yo! I'm gonna show you his first album. Please don't. I'm just coming. Don't listen. Don't look at it. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Okay. okay, we I won't listen to, to it. I want to, I want to be there when you're listening to it. Okay, okay. so you're, you're going to come over, and we'll have drinks yeah, yeah. and dinner and all, and you'll... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a whole thing. Okay. So, because because that's literally what you're describing is what like Kanye's like, first like three albums were. Wow. You know really? what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah 100%. Damn um, it. But anyway, where is music going? I think, um, it, one, it depends on the genre that you're talking about, and then two, um, a lot of it is, again where media is going is the better question because if we're going back to TikTok, there was a point where the arrangement in music has changed. You know, I think we think about it in, in Western society, pop music, like, okay, there's the, the verse, there's the chorus, there's the verse, there's the chorus, there's the bridge, and then the chorus one more time, right? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty standard. In the last few years, it's changed where songs are now just open with the chorus. Mm-hmm. They, they need to open with the chorus because you know, now we're talking about streaming, streaming numbers. We need to make sure the person is staying on the song for that stream. You know, so now we're going to open with the, with the chorus, make sure we lock them into the song. With that being said, now songs are getting shorter, right? Mm. Now if we're talking about full-length albums, you know, we need, you know, not again, streams. We need to get those numbers in. Okay, if the song is only two minutes long, they want to hear, they want to hear more, well, they have to play it again. Mm. Yeah. Right? I remember when I was growing up, songs were four minutes long. Mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody was like eight minutes long. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know yeah. What I mean? Like, like, there's in in pop mainstream music. There's no songs like that anymore. There all, are like, like you've got like Frank Ocean. I like Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean hasn't dropped an album in like. I know, I know, Dude, I know, I know. We're old, bro. You know, yeah. Like, and 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 that and that that was before the ship. I think the ship is like if you look at like Post Malone's newest album. Yep. All of this, all of this, compared to his first album, the songs are half as long. You know what I mean? Interesting. And 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 they're. Like uh, better now is is a good example. Better now by Post Malone, huge song. Like, if you if you heard if you looked it up right now and you heard it, you'd be like, I've heard the song at, yep. a, at a TJ Maxx before. Um, and so it opens with the chorus. Interesting. It, it, it just goes straight into it because again, it's breaking that. It, 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 these these arrangements of songs are changing yep. because of how people are consuming the songs. So people, you know pe- it, it's interesting that you say that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to relate it back to what it is I do for a living. So I, I sell software mm-hmm. for a living, right? And nice. I I I'm in sales and I I do a lot of yeah. Outbound you would pro- be a salesman. You yes. definitely give a lot of sales. <laughs> thank you, man. Uh, th- thank you. I think um, so. <laughs> I do a lot of prospecting because that that's part of the job. Yeah. New business, new yeah. logos. Yes, yes. And here's here's where 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 the chorus part is relatable. No longer mm. in cold prospecting and in cold outreach you say, "Hi Richard, my name is Mark and this is what it is we do." Right. You right. have right. that preview right. pain in your window. That's 180 characters, 80 characters. Get right to the fucking meat right there get right to the course so right there yep. grab their yep. attention and yep. then pull yep. them in that's how we do it yeah. in business now and that's changed yep yeah yeah that's such, that's such a good analogy because but, but but why has that changed right because well when you think of if you think about cell phone cold calling in the, the 70s or whatever like these guys had nothing else to do there's no internet yeah, yeah. And if these people if, if these people got a phone call they might be excited for that phone call 
You know what I mean? They haven't they haven't got shit else to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. I sit in their house and like maybe like like actually talk to their wife or something like that. When so my phone rings, like break my, up the day. You know? Yeah. Jeremy, when, when my phone rings, and I don't recognize the number. I'm like prank caller. I'm like s- s- send the <laughs> yeah. fucking voicemail. Yeah. And, and yeah, also, but it's be, but it's because you get so much spam. Yeah. You, get, you know, you're like so you can you're now more like likely to be like you know what, I'm gonna ignore this. Where back then you're like this call could be. A call from God. This could yep. be my mom. Yeah. Yep. This could yep. be a, a prank caller. Like who yes. knows? Yes, you know yes. I mean? and, so, and also, dude, consumers and there's some science behind this have a memory of a goldfish. Six seconds. Wow. Like yeah. that. Yeah. That is why, dude. When you're scrolling on the socials and you're swiping right, you're swiping, yeah. you you literally, as the producer of that video, that song, yeah. that email, yeah. you have six seconds to get their attention. Yeah. And, and yep. that's when it's you win. Only getting worse. Yeah. 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 Hundred yeah. percent, oh, man. That's so yeah. crazy. It, yeah, and again, and that's why that's something that would, again, do enough to even change the arrangement of music. Start with the chorus. You need to get them in. Start with the best part of the song. You only have six seconds. Yeah, that's cool. That's such an interesting similarity on how business has changed and in the business of music, mm-hmm. how it reflects the business of whatever you're it's selling just, it's yeah. contemporary society now yeah. right it's yeah. just a reflection right. of like our instant gratification culture yep and yeah, yeah. wow all Jeremy, right y'all this has been so much fun we're gonna need to have you come back and join us i so very much appreciate your being willing to you know sort of connect with me and be willing to share your story when you were probably like, Oh my God, what's this old lady who used to teach at my <laughs> high school no, no, doing, no, you know? No. no, it's fine. I appreciate you, uh, I guess, finding me uh, and telling enough to, you're compelling enough to She's an old uh, lady, though, get dude. on your show. So, um, you know, the pleasure is mine. And, and, and I, I love DJing. So anytime I can talk about DJing and you, let you, people know about what it's really like, then, yeah. you know, I'm more than happy to do it. You know, it's, it's uh, just one last thing on, on the history and the similarities. So, you know, in our, in our pre-jam, we were talking about education, right? We're talking about mm-hmm. college. And, Jeremy, it reflects in this conversation and in your business scope and what we're talking about today that you're an educated man. Right. That, <laughs> There's so yeah, much yeah, mastery yeah. and understand, like deep understanding <laughs> of your industry, of the history. But I also think when he's selling himself to promoters and to whomever, that he can speak intelligently about his business because yeah. A, he's been successful at it. B, he went to college. C, he's got a business degree. Right. So yeah. like that only helps the DJ Snacks, you know, persona. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Obviously, the the perception of higher education is constantly changing. Yes. Um, you know, whether or not people need it or there's the money, whatever, whatever. Um, I'm, it's not necessarily to say that I'm a successful DJ because I went to college or anything like that. Like, obviously, this is a profession that you could definitely skip college for. Yep, yep. Um, but, uh, you know, but I do, you know, to your point, um, I think the understanding of it being more than just showing up to a gig and playing music is what has allowed me to be able to do it at the capacity in which I do it for as long as I've been doing it for. Yeah. Um, I definitely do think that those are related. Um, and I try to, you know, t- like tell my contemporaries and other DJs and everything like that to view it in such a way and to be a little bit more multifaceted and, you know, uh, even on, even on a, like a financial standpoint, like there's a lot of like financial things you have to yeah. do with. You know, you know, like Snacks is an LLC, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's these things that I had to do and that I'm luckily I knew how to do it 
and, you know, I, I meet some guys who've been five years in the game, and they're like, yo, I don't know how to move the money around from, yeah. like, my DJ entity to my personal life, you know, yeah. like, yeah. for example. You know, so there's things like that, you know, the, econ- the economics of it. Good for uh, you. You know, being educated can, can actually, like, really, really help. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, but not, but again, not necessarily institutional education. You can find these things with research and YouTube and stuff like that as well. Jeremy, last pieces of advice to anybody who is young and entrepreneurial, following a passion as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I want to. I want to avoid the cliches, but it's hard not to. Um, I think it's uh, any anything that is like worth having isn't going to come easy. Like yep. there, there, there are definitely ways in this social media driven world that you can definitely skip a lot of years doing it. But I do think going like the hard way is going to make you way more uh, just prepared for like when, when, when the worst does come. Like I think being able to DJ in an empty bar for really little to no money is going to make you become that much more of a better DJ when you are DJing the 2000 person, you know, celebrity driven, sold out show nice you know too. it just and and i think that, that that concept can apply into multiple industries and multiple you know um you know media and, and whatnot so i think you know taking your time and really uh wanting to learn the ins and outs of something to be able to ultimately be good at it is really really important you know really take the time to uh, be thorough with your findings and, and your experience um and if you really really want something and, and to perform at a high level um, I think it really, really matters. Work your craft, um, so, right? Work your craft. Yeah, work your craft and, and be patient. Um, like, again, like people come up to me all the time. I want to be a DJ. I want to do what you do. And I'm like, well, this is year 10, dude. Like, the first five years was a bunch of bullshit. That was really hard. That made me question myself. That made me, you know, I had people tease me. It's really easy to tease someone who says they want to be a DJ and they're, and they're a nobody. Yeah. It's really, really sure. easy. Yeah. You sure. know what I mean? And, and DJing is also one of the only professions that comes with hand movement. Like, no one ever is like, oh, I'm an accountant, and starts, like, miming that they're typing. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, no one ever says, oh, I'm a plumber, and people start miming them plumbing. Like, DJing is one of those things that is very, very easy to make fun of someone. Until they make it to a point where, oh, shit, you actually, like, do really important stuff. Or, like, oh, wow, make you money. make a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Or, oh, wow, like, you're actually performing for a sold-out crowd of, like, thousands of people. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. You know, so you need to like believe in it more than you even really believe in it. Yes. You know? Um, and so, cause again, most people are going to probably just make fun of you. Like Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, here's that little guy that like does that little DJ thing. You know, if you're going to deal with that for years, years and years and years until it's like, Oh no, that's my cousin. I know him. Yo, like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Awesome. And awesome. You got to believe in it more than you even realize you believe in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's fant- fantastic advice. All right, y'all. Jeremy, thank you so much. DJ Snacks, S N A X, gimme snacks. And you are on yeah. Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram, at gimme snacks, that's G I M M E S N A X. Awesome. Um, and then through the link there, you can find a bunch of different links if you want to like hear any live sets. I'm on the radio on Gemini 5 weekly. Nice. Um, if you want, if you, you know, want to just, it, it changes day to day, week to week of what day and what time, but, you know, again, if you follow me, you can find out where I'm at, where I'm playing, hear me on the radio, 
Um, and, and you uh, have been yeah. nominated for Boston DJ number one DJ yeah. in Boston. Yeah. So, uh, well, I actually won it two years ago. Yeah. Um, yes. So, so uh, it's, it's uh, the Boston Music Awards DJ of the Year uh, nomination. So, currently up for that. Uh, yeah, I won it two years ago. I've been nominated the last like three years, I think. Awesome. Um, when do you so, find out? Uh, uh, I found out this coming Wednesday. Yay. Uh, Good so, luck. But it's one of those... Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's one of those things where once you win it, it's kind of like... You kind of, you kind of like join like this club of like former winners. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so like like once I won, the, the kind of gigs I was being offered changed. The, the way people kind of like referred to me or looked at me changed. That's awesome. Um, did they call and, you and Mr. So, like, Snacks? <laughs> no, I think it's like <laughs> Mr. Like, Snacks, uh, sir. It, it, it can be the difference of Mayor Wu emailing you or not to do a gig. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. Like, because 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 it, now it's, it's an institutional, um, you know, recognition. You yes. Know what I mean? Be, winning DJ of the Year for Boston. For Boston, so like, yeah. You know, so like like I was able to like it, it turned you know I DJ for the I DJ the Museum of Fine Arts. I DJ like you know these these wow. different things that can be the difference of like okay here's this club DJ that just like plays at clubs or bars or whatever and then here's a DJ that you know if his, if they get this level of recognition or this award or whatever okay this is the kind of stuff that if there's a gala or whatever um, that needs a DJ we're probably going to go with the guy that won you know what I yes. mean of course um, so so stuff like that so, that's awesome um, now, since I already won it it's kind of like yeah like former DJ you know what I mean it's kind of already part of the thing yeah but obviously winning stuff is cool so we'll see what happens <laughs> winning stuff is cool give me snacks yeah thank you so I appreciate you guys this is a lot of fun have a wonderful weekend Jeremy thank you you as well alright Jeremy zero hour right, DJ wigga 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 snacks later bro yeah, man. thank you